The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition of Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. We'll talk uh, some NIL legislation that uh, I didn't even know what's kind of going on, but it is through the flagpole enough that the the uh, NCAA has released a press release. You know they love the press releases. Oh yes, we got a press release on that today. Got some uh, changes to the uh, windows for uh, the portal as well. They're oh. uh, doing that today. It's been a busy day in, in in NCAA land there in Indianapolis. I think all these decisions will be done by uh, Wednesday. We're going to talk that some major baseball playoffs. Obviously, almost in Arkansas. If anything from that topic comes up today, Wednesday is kind of the, the random day, as you're aware by now. The potpourri day, if you will, here on the podcast. There's content up at rebelgrove.com. There is. I've got a story with Dayton Wade and others. Chase has a story about Rocket Sanders. I've got a mailbag up. There's other stuff as well. So if you want to, uh, you want to read about Arkansas at Ole Miss, it's there. More content on the way. Got guests coming. Taping with Pete tonight, so you're not football void, even no, though this taping is with not two, uh, ta- taping with two different Arkansas beat writers today. So we'll have uh, we'll have some Arkansas related Ole Miss content to you as the week goes on. Some baseball content, some Trevor Bauer talk today. Um, Going to relate it to that to a couple other things, and then for the podcast version of the show, if you're in the stream, just kind of hang out for a minute. You won't get it, but uh, the podcast version toward the end of the show. Going to talk to uh, 2023 Lauderhouse Award winner for the M Club Hall of Fame, Clay Cavett. So you'll have that here at the end as uh, well from a, uh, again, a podcast standpoint. But all these things coming up today, Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford, Blue Sky location. Their lunch special is $5.69, couple sides bread, any size fountain drink for you. The Beer Cave heading into the weekend. If you're watching at home, if you're coming to Bald Hemingway, you're going to be in the Grove. It's almost Arkansas. You're probably going to need some alcohol to get through it. So let the Oxford Exxon help you out. With that, and again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in uh, Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Uh, they want to be... 
the uh, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove it to you when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. I think we have a lot of experience with this, so it's kind of what happened. I, I pulled up the NCAA press release expecting either a nothing burger or something that was going to annoy me. Um, it's kind of where my history has been with these things uh-huh. in, the, uh, in the past. And... <laughs> What I find funny, and I don't think I don't think NCAA Emily is still around anymore. I don't think it's her writing these press releases. I think she's like moved on years to ago. another bureaucracy. I think it was. We looked that up on LinkedIn one time, yeah. doesn't we? She's yeah. no longer with the the fine folks in Indianapolis. But even in their lead, they didn't. They they pointed out all the things they're doing for the student athlete, really. But when you dive into it, there's a couple of things here that that are um, that are interesting to me. Um, I guess before we do that, let me get this out of the way because otherwise I'm going to forget. The uh, NCAA portal transfer transfer window is changing. I don't think this is a big deal, honestly. I don't think it's a big change, but it's – where is it? It's right here. Hold on. Who had the tweet? I should have been a little more prepared, but this was something that got sprung on me a few minutes ago. We'll just go to Pat. I think Pat has the NCAA news when it happens. No. Let's, let's check his Twitter. I think he said it. Yep, here we go. He did. He quote tweeted the NCAA PR people. Oh, of course. Uh, he didn't even make his own tweet. He just quote tweeted the NCAA PR people. He was like, I just whatever. Done. Yeah. Agreed. Hey, will you put this out? Yeah, sure. May I have another? The D1 Council approved changes to transfer windows in all sports to 45 days. So we're going to have 45 days in a calendar year for uh, for transfer windows. Great. Men's and women's basketball, I think they have the same window, but it's just shrunk to 45 days or from whatever the hell it was. And then in football, it is 30 days immediately after the season. Okay. And then the 15 in the spring for the second window. So, again, the windows are not changing. They simply are shrinking said windows. Well, thank God for that. That's fine. I'm for that. Yeah, it's fine. No yeah. problem. I, overall, I don't hate what happened no. for the most part today. Kudos to the NCAA. There you go. We should put that in the open. Good job, guys. That should be the new open. Good right job, there. fellas, ladies, plurals. You got one. Don't right. touch everything. Whatever else you identify as. Good job. They deserve their Trump cocktail today. They do. Take a long lunch. Have a martini or two. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Just so I'm gonna pass St. all Elmo's. the I'm gonna pass all the hubbub and just get to the actual things that they're changing because there's a big long press release that's not really necessary. Okay. Surely nobody actually publishes this thing in anything. Oh, I, you just never know. You don't think so? I, I I don't I don't even I I I don't keep up with our field much anymore. I, I find myself more more disgusted by it. All right, the one here that I don't like, I'll start out here because this shouldn't be voluntary, and I just I, this is dumb to me. This this is the cover your portion of it. <laughs> Registration of NIL service providers, agents, financial advisors, and others who support college athletes in NIL arrangements would be able to voluntarily register with the NCAA. Information supplied, including business and education background of providers, service descriptions, and fee structure, would then be published in a centralized registry for student athletes to access as they consider service provider selections. Within that same registry, student athletes could have the ability to review or rate their own experiences with the service providers similar to a Rate My Professor platform for college students. 
can the service provider rate the athlete is my question oh, because yeah. I got I got takes. I got questions. The registration process could also include a dispute resolution system, a grievance hotline. Oh, a grievance, loves hotline. The grievance hotline. A grievance hotline. They oh, love the good. grievance hotline. That's good. That's rich. For student athletes experiencing issues with service providers. Oh. Again, does it work both ways? That that's my question. Yeah, because what about the service providers who have issues with the athletes? That's my point. Where do they grieve? I mean, where, can they, where yes. do they? Yeah, where do they go to express their <laughs> their frustrations? Can they call the hotline? Yes, this is very much a marriage counseling that goes one yeah. way. The the, the 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 male can call the counselor, but not the female, or no. vice versa. Right. It's the only way this works. The council noted these provisions will help student athletes, their families, and others weed out potential bad actors. Because, yes, it's the collectives that are paying kids that are the bad actors in this place. I know, I, for every Jaden Rashada, again, I got I got stuff. I got so many thoughts. I'm just biting tongues right now. This coffee's so good. All right. Um, the one that is good. Neil, how many player shows are you doing? Yeah. None. <laughs> mm. <laughs> how come? Nope. Uh. <laughs> No hobbling glaze. Uh, Can't fit that into my schedule. Here are the two that are better. I like this one. For any NIL agreements exceeding a certain value, example $600, which is almost damn all of them. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Is that, that must be a tax threshold thing. Because isn't $600 the tax threshold? Like to have to give a W a, a 1099 out uh, or whatever. I honestly don't know. Chase. Okay. For some reason, I think that's a, co- a connection there anyway. I'll take your word for it. I, yeah. I, I have no idea for any NIL agreements exceeding a certain value. Student athletes be required to report specified information, possibly including a description of the arrangement compensation received services rendered term length to their school within 30 days of entering into or signing the agreement. If a service provider is involved in arranging an NIL deal, the name of the provider and the nature of the agreement would also be disclosed. Yeah. No issue here at all. Great. Again. Fantastic. Good job, NCAA. For prospects, all current or previous NIL arrangements would be disclosed to a school prior to the school issuing an NIL. Again, all good. No problem. I feel like I'm like in Congress or I something. Know. I'm just standing up. The each State time. of the Union. Every yeah, time they, they speak. <laughs> Information reported to schools would then be de- uh, de-identified. I don't know what that means. And aggregated by campuses and reported to the national office or a third party. They would take the, they would take all okay. the identification out and put it in so that there was some sort of database. So they're creating their own database, right? Okay, got it. Says the more information we have about national trends and how NIL ag- agreements are being implemented at a local level, the better equipped the entire NCAA will be responding to create appropriate policies and regulations. Again, these efforts are not intended to make judgments on market value or restriction athlete opportunities. Collecting this data will help everyone involved make informed decisions on future governance and decisions that may be necessary as part of the reporting process. Schools and student athletes be required to attest that the information is complete and accurate and that no staff members at the school promise benefits related to NIL as a condition of enrolling (laughs) or remaining at the school and that all relationships comply with NCAA rules and applicable federal, state, and local laws. Okay, who's the member of the athletic department that has to sign that one every day? I mean, come on. You had us, and then you just had to go there. You just couldn't help it. You you, you did all the right things and went. We got to spin it. We got to spin it. We got to. I'm, I'm, I'm itching. I'm getting hives. I'm getting hives. I'm getting hives. I got to spin it. 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 You so did great stuff. It and then can't you went, be oh. part of the recruiting process. No, it's 
the kids don't leave the campus before they meet with the collective people. How much are you going to give me to play? He's turned into a really good player, but at the time, there was all the hubbub on DeJon Anthony telling you, I got all this stuff just to go from Liberty. I mean, yeah, and, and he had like two picks in his career at Liberty. And again, this is nothing, all good about it. Nothing no, against cool. the kid, right? He seems like a really nice kid. Yeah, he's been good. But it's just money that he's getting. He's not, I mean, okay, so he might tweet something about the collective. Maybe he's got a t-shirt somewhere i don't know but i mean come on well the way the legislature's here it, it's just the possibility that they would promote there's no even yeah. straight quid pro quo of the promotion i don't know why we have to call it name image likeness i don't know why we can't just call it what it is because i really can't don't. get there well, the schools won't give it either no just mm. i mean we're matter. all operating under the premise but you know when i've said it or written it i get pushback why why are you being a jerk and not letting the charade be the charade. Which is which is code for, why can't you just play along? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's dumb. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's fine. They're getting paid. I think they should get paid. But just call it what it is. Now, I do think, this is where I'm different than a lot of people. I do think it should be reported. 100%. I think, I, it, I think this should look just like contracts. I do, too. It should be I, There should be a sporttrack.com for college players. Should be transparent, and this goes for everybody. This and, goes and, and for frankly, the player. This goes for the service provider. This goes for the fan. This goes for the damn donor who goes, "Okay, you have nine million. How do we split that up?" And frankly, if I'm like Mississippi State, if I'm Arnett, I want this public. I want to be able to go. Yeah, we're we're one in seven in the league. Yeah, I've got three million dollars in nil, and I'm losing to teams that have twenty two. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm the effing pirates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true because we're, we're not blaming the Pirates manager today. Going well, God dang! No. Why didn't you? Why, why didn't you go ten? You know, why no. didn't you go win hundred and five games? No, I mean, in fact, what are we doing, Cincinnati? Hey, yeah, they did a hell of a job. They didn't make the playoffs. They did a hell of a job. They were in the race till the end. They don't have the same money structure as, as the as the teams in their division. They don't have the same money structure as the Cardinals or the Cubs. They don't have the same money structure as the Braves, the Dodgers, the Phillies. So what do we do? We don't. We say, hey, you know, considering where you are in the in the in the pecking order, you guys did a hell of a job in Cincinnati. Because no one's is. no one's going, you know, the Pirates, man. It's been a long time since they won the World Series. By God, what's the problem? No, we understand what the problem is. They can't afford the big-time player. In all professional sports, in all sports in general, I mean, this is not like one of these things where we don't get it because the EPL does something a certain way. We don't understand how that happens. I mean, in every American professional sport, we judge coaches and GMs and all on how they manage their payroll and their salary cap and how they win preceding that. 100%. That's it. 100%. Why why is the expectation for the Lakers as high as it is? Because they spend the most money. Yeah. The Yankees falling under Brian Cashman. Yeah. Oh, hold on a minute. How the hell? Yankees had this horrible season. The Mets with Cohen that we keep doing. Yeah. What is the expectation for the Dodgers? Win the World Series. Why? Because they spend a crap ton of money. Okay, we don't do that with the Milwaukee Brewers? No. They play the same exact game. The ball's literally the same. If the Diamondbacks beat the Brewers today, we're not blaming the Brewers for anything. No. Made the playoffs. They were praising the Diamondbacks because they overachieved given their payroll. Mm-hmm. We're all in love with the Tampa Bay Rays. Why? Because they overachieve in a division full of monsters. They find a way to... They're the little engine that could. Yeah. Orioles. They're freaking David, like slinging the <laughs> slingshot. Why don't we do that in the college game? Let's be real about it. 
I mean, I keep waiting for one. And of the, we kind of did when it was under the table. You know right. what I mean? Because sure. we're like, hey, we hey, seven and five's a good year. Yeah, we would go. We don't really say why, but we just kind of go. Ah, well, seven we would and say five, about Alabama, year. right? We'd be like, hey, come on, look at the look at the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, look at the parking lot. You think all those five-star kids are going because they love the nightlife in Tuscaloosa, for God's sake? Yeah. That was understood. But now, now the guardians of the game in our field, I'm warming up for Trevor Bauer. The guardians okay. of the game in our field, they don't. We, no, we don't go there. No, it's just good that the players are getting paid. I'm fine with the players getting paid. Let's just be transparent about how much players are getting paid. I think fans should know how much players are getting paid. I do. It's a lot. Some of the guys that they're getting, some of the money that they're getting is crazy, which is cool. You get, you are worth what you get. It's all my deal is, is forever. Yes, the players had zero power and it was all going the other way. And it's turned on a 180. All I want is transparency across the board. That's it. I just want transparency. Gron makes a great point here. When players bust, NIL sounds better than PFP. He's right. Of course. But in reality, Walker Jones isn't the one that determines what a player gets at Ole Miss. No, no, nothing about this is blaming Walker. For no, God's no. Sake. My, but my point is, yeah, the coaching staff determines. Yeah, sure. How much a player gets, and so when a guy busts, it should be like, like the Cubs took a lot of heat for Jason Hayward. Yeah, right. They gave him seven years, a hundred and eighty something million dollars, and it was a disaster, with the exception of one speech on a Wednesday night in Cleveland. Um, it was a disaster. They were held accountable for that. They were judged for that. Ownership said, why did you give him that much money? You thought he was going to be impactful. He was a disaster. We could have spent that money on 16,000 other things. Good point. So when you take a bunch of money and you give it to a player and that player is not impactful, well, you mismanage the money. Now, you're not, no one's going to be perfect, right? Everyone's going to make mistakes in the, in the free agency market because that's what, that's what NIL is. It's free agency. Everyone's going to make mistakes in free agency. Free agents are going to work out. Free agents are going to bust. It's been that way forever. Ad finitum. And you're doing what you can. I mean, you know, look, if Jackson Dart stays healthy the entire season, then Spencer Sanders was a dumb decision. If he gets hurt and Spencer Sanders wins three games and they go 10-2 and two because he played, you go, I'll be damned. Yeah. Some bitch. Or, that was amazing. Yeah, or you could say, hey, you know, boy, this team's a linebacker short. Well, you could have taken the money that you gave Spencer Sanders and gotten two linebackers, and you wouldn't yeah. be two linebackers short. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and I'm not judging. No, no, I mean, no it's sure. Just a, it's a, you manage it how you manage it. You you judge how people manage money. We, we Why do we give Alex Anthopoulos so much credit? It's not because he didn't make Matt Olson a great player. He didn't turn Ronald Acuna into a superstar. He didn't do shit. What he did <laughs> was he took a budget and he made decisions. And somehow locked all those dudes up. And and figured out a way, I guess he blackmailed them, to, to, <laughs> to give these guys to take all undervalued deals long term. I don't know what he did. Mm-hmm. He made the deal for Sean Murphy. I mean, yeah. they did a lot of things. He he did the deal for Travis Darno, and he, yeah. he, he did a lot of things. He gets that's the credit. It's not because he's a good he didn't go manage the team, but he put the team together. It's a phenomenal mid payroll level at GM, yes. But at the college level, there is no GM. The coach and the coaching staff is also the GM. They divide up the money. The GM's job, in this case Walker, is just to go assemble as much money yeah, as sure. possible. Yeah. Build as big of a pile as you can get and go, okay, you guys just It's actually more this. ownership than GM. It's like, hey, I'm trying to put a, you know, from a, if you had to get yeah. in, not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Because then GM makes the decisions, not making decisions. But I don't know why it's so guarded. Shh. We can't talk about 
about that. Why not? No, it should be a database, period. Absolutely. For players' sake, for donors' sake, for coaches' sake, for everybody's sake. Never going to happen. I'll take the step. I'm happy with the step. It's a step. I didn't expect a step, so I'll take the step where I can get it. And the last thing here, standardized contract terms, which, again, they have to be public to matter because everybody has standardized contract terms for the most part. Mm -hmm. They just aren't public to actually make them follow them on either side, frankly. (laughs) So like there's outs all in these things for everyone. So you're saying that the contracts that they actually work out don't get fulfilled. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I'm fishing right now. <laughs> I typically do it. <laughs> Description of services to be performed, payment structure, fee ranges, amount of compensation, duration of contract, termination clause for breach, Student athlete right to terminate, Breach. a conclusion of incidentally eligibility, attestation of acknowledgement that pay is being provided for work performed and not athletic participation. <laughs> well, hold on a minute. <laughs> work performed could be success, though, rate doing, right? I mean. Well, it says, but not athletic performance. No, not athletic participation, even. So now we're trying to argue that yeah. you're simply doing it because <laughs> you're doing the commercial, not that you play football. No, it has nothing to do with the fact that you play football. And yeah, it says acknowledgement that pay is provided not for athletics participation. No, hold on. on a minute. No, 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 nope. nope. The Kim, the the Kim kid is not getting for his cool baking soda experiment. Attestation that compensation provided is not a recruiting inducement. There, that's the last one. Okay. I'm done. Again, good job, Inside Boy, but you just couldn't help yourself. Couldn't help yourself. Just had no. to you gotta. keep up the ruse. You think they keep the, – I mean, look, there's a segment of, the, of fans. Not I'm talking about the Ole Miss fan base. I'm talking about all fan bases in, in collective that, that like the idea of maintaining the ruse a little bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's, it, 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 it keeps some purity. It keeps it that we all chose the same place for the same things ish. I get it. I mean, I, I'm yeah, I understand that thought process. But in general, I don't I mean I have to deal with it every day. So I'm, um, I'm um, yeah. It, it's it's a lot like when somebody goes, "Hey, you've been covering this for a long time. How'd you get rid of your fandom?" Because do it every day. Do it every day. Deal with people. See that some people are great and some people suck. Well, it's and, it's and, the sausage thing. Yeah, you might love you the get sausage way too close until you go see the have a sausage. But if you is make made. the sausage every day, you're probably not eating it every morning for breakfast, unless it's LBs. And then hey, LBs is great sausage. Well, it didn't have all the fillers and the stuff well, that we would you be. Go. You know, it's not the mass-produced supermarket bullcrap that you could. It's you could absolutely get. not. University Avenue, just across from Kroger. There, LBs. Two thousand eight University Avenue. There you go. The ribeye sausage is my favorite. Um, I think it's my favorite, too. Is it? I like the spicy ribeye. Okay. Yeah. And I like the chicken jalapeno. Okay. Wash it down with a uh, Twisted Tea for elevate the, if we're ready to elevate your college football game day experience. Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and flex packs a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, whether you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching in a bar, hosting friends at home. It's there to elevate your game day experiences that complement your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. 
Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. He's partnered with the Grove Collective. We'll be donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial uh, insurance policies. Davey can serve his customers in all 50 states. He's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davey at 214-715-7247 or via email at dferris at hillcoinsurance.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, a uh, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what he can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We'll have a hand-raised guy's uh, tomorrow afternoon, late afternoon, it's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, as well as Memphis, uh, Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you're coming up this weekend for the uh, Arkansas Ole Miss game, it's uh, stopped by the College Corner, right off uh, Sisk Avenue at the Oxford Commons. They've got more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear, plenty of parking available. The staff's going to have you in and out and ready for the Grove and the game in absolutely no time. It's collegecornerstore.com, uh, and they also have two locations in the uh, Jackson area. And if you're coming up for the game, it's going to be a long day in the Grove. The weather should be fantastic, but still going to be a long day. Might want to get your game changer patches. The only two patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch, the overtime patch, all the natural ingredients keep you in the game ready for your next place. So go to gamechangerpatch.com, promo code rebelgrove20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Tailgate packages available for this weekend. Make it easy. It's still going to be a huge crowd even after last weekend. Back to back home game, 630 SEC Network. So they can make it easy on you. You pick up right there at Chicory Market. You just specify the game you're uh, ordering for. You can do it online at johnstillcreamery.com. The day you want to pick up the order, you can do that on Friday or Saturday. You can get charcuterie trays. You can get their local cheeses. They make locally every single day. Their feta dip, pepper jelly, crudités, desserts, cheesecake dip. So many options there with Johnstill Creamery. Again, right there. Chicory Market for Pickup, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer medicine. Free prescriptions the same day each month take care of you. They also can transfer your medications. You make one phone call, they take care of the rest. So whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222. Uh, let's see. I saw, here, I saw this here, and it's a good point. I'm going to get to Bauer in a second, but... Um, I had Forty's thing up when I was trying to find the the NIL thing. He picks LSU to win by nine against Missouri on Saturday, which feels about right. I think he has it like forty five, thirty five, or forty four, thirty five, or something like that. But 
coming out party day, you and I had talked about him earlier in the week, and if you haven't stumbled across a Missouri game, you haven't seen it. Against that secondary, Luther Burden about to have a day. Mm -hmm. About to have a day. I think Missouri loses, but it wouldn't shock me if you had one of those 10 for 220s and 3 kind of deal coming. He's he's a really good player. I mean, I mean he's they he's, can't cover him because no, I'll just watch that crap. He's special. No, I mean, he would – nothing against any of Ole Miss's wide receivers. Oh, yeah, sure. He would be Ole Miss's best wide receiver. He's an elite talent. He – he might be. It was a huge deal when they signed him, and he was pissed off for a season and just didn't really go well at all over there. And They're then, getting in the ball now. Yeah. He might be LSU's best receiver. He was really pissed. I guess it was the Auburn game last year. Yeah. I think that was the one that he was – when they just dropped the ball. And people assumed he was just going to bolt. Yeah. And he hung in. Well, they found a way to get him more salary. I mean, NIL. I'm sorry. I mean, the ball. NIL. The ball. And, and, and They NIL. got him the ball. They got him the ball. All great receivers are that way, though. It's like Jamar Chase was asked, are you open? He goes, yeah, I'm always up and open. Well, I mean, it, it was the running joke of our entire conversation yesterday or Monday when we had it was, all you got to do is tell Trey Harris not to score. It's like, well, good luck. Yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't. It's not how they're wired. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> receivers are selfish people. They are. And that's just part of the deal. It's like they typically are not actually mad for days at the quarterback when they start yelling at each other on the sidelines. They just it's wanted just the in ball. The moment, they were open. Even and the quarterback goes, dude, you were in double. No, throw the ball. I'm open. Get it to me. Yeah, I'll figure it out. And if I don't, it's your fault. Yeah. All right, set this up. Um, Trevor Bauer comes out on Twitter two days ago to announce. <sighs> I think it's two days ago. To announce that uh, the lawsuit had been settled. I do, I do not know the female's name off the top of my head. If you do, you can chime in. Her last name is Hill, I okay. think. Um, She's a certified nut. So he comes out with tons of evidence that to this point... So she sued him. Okay, go ahead. She sued him claiming that he... Trevor Bauer, the best pitcher in baseball who has been shunned and basically suspended from baseball for two seasons. Banished. Yes. He's been suspended... And then after the suspension was over, he technically could have come back at league minimum last year. He, no, no, technically he could have. Okay, no go ahead. one, no one would sign him. So in other words, he was banished. Okay, banished. Okay. Won the twenty twenty Cy Young Award. As you're telling this, I have a question. Can we start with this? Yeah. How in the hell did not one GM go? What the hell are we doing? Well, here? we're going to talk about that. Okay, go ahead. We're going to go there. Okay, go ahead. I mean, we're going to go there. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Because this should piss everybody off. No matter what side of the aisle you are, you're on, and look, there's no way to discuss this honestly without having some form of a political conversation about our field and about Major League Baseball. There's just no way to do it. To try to do that is just like going, "Hey, the players are not." No, this is real. So Bauer, you got to understand a little bit on his background. Yeah, go ahead. He's white. I don't know what his political stuff, but he's. He's he's very outspoken about stuff. He is one of those guys that back when he played for the Cleveland Indians before they were the Guardians, he kind of drove them crazy because he did blogs and stuff. He was one of the real first guys, very smart. Um, he's one of the first guys that did a whole lot of stuff about pitch pitching mechanics, making the ball move. Yes. Yeah. Showing stuff. He was very big on the science of pitching. He was kind of ahead of his time. Pitching ninja guy. Loved Bauer. Mm -hmm. Okay. He, during the Trump administration, 
was kind of pro-Trump. Okay. He was kind of vocally uh, supportive. I mean, I'm trying to think. He was he was critical of some left-leaning stances. Okay. Okay. In our field, that makes you a bad guy. So this woman accuses him essentially of raping her. Correct. Um, said that he beat her unconscious. And then there were reports of a skull fracture. Yeah, we're going to go there too. Okay. Um, there was a report by Molly Knight of the athletic, formerly of the athletic, formerly being the keyword, um, that he beat her so severely that she suffered a skull fracture. She sued, mm-hmm. seeking compensation in the millions. There was a court hearing, not right. a trial, but a pre-court hearing to see if this could go to court, and Correct. it didn't. Correct. He countersued. She has no money. This was interesting to me. This was the day that I was like, oh, you know what? He might be telling the truth. He countersued her, knowing he was going to spend a gazillion in legal bills, and he was never going to see a cent. He did it strictly for information because it was the only way he could make them turn over documents yes. and information under that, oath. That they were hiding. Yes. Turns out they were knowingly hiding. Correct. They were knowingly hiding exculpatory evidence. So what's come out, they've settled the two lawsuits. He did not give her one cent, and he maintained he did not sign a non-disclosure. He maintained the ability to talk, and in return... He dropped his suit against her. Correct. More importantly, he stopped the legal process where he could probably go after some of the attorneys on her side. Okay. But he got to talk, and he got to show evidence. And including in the evidence is her laying next to him in bed with no signs of any physical trauma. The next morning that has been geo-tracked to that day. Yes. Literally the metadata to that minute. Yeah. Of her laying in the bed next to him, making a little smirky thing while he's asleep with blinders. He has a mask. Mask on. on. Uh, eye mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's had to pitch in Japan last year. He's had his reputation completely destroyed. His game. He's not very good right now, frankly. Of course. He's bad. I mean, you don't think this was a distraction. Yeah. He's lost somewhere in the in the neighborhood of 50 to 100 million dollars potentially more given Mm -hmm. what his career may have done and this story now that it's gone this way our buddies in the media they've done what is the most predictable part and this is why you all should hate everyone in the media they piled on when the story was going the way they wanted it to go bad guy conservative guy white guy raped this woman bad guy now that it's nope she lied it just goes away just goes away we don't want to talk about it anymore no going back fixing it this would not be this way if he had any different you could change any number of things on him and this story would not be the same this is what's wrong with us yet go ahead no, no, no. That that's my thing here is that everybody. I mean, again, because if Bauer is lying in that video, it would be known by now. We'd have seen stuff going. No, 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 no. That's not correct. We've had forty eight hours of the ability to argue with his point of view. So, 
I think our news cycle tells us that at this point he was telling the truth. Um, everyone should be incensed because all this is doing is harming true victims. Absolutely. That's it. That's Absolutely. where I, that's why I'm incensed right now. That's why I'm most pissed off beyond everything else is that there are so many legitimate claims of abuse and violence and all these different things mm-hmm. and the understanding that no we take victim very very seriously in this country. We do. And for every time that these these false accusations especially that go this far and have this much media spin and vent to them, it harms that entire process and harms the true victims who've suffered unimaginable things. Sure. That's what's ridiculous about this. Is every time every time something like this happens and the media covers it this way, whatever, it's just one log on the on the fire of skepticism, which should not be the case for these situations where you go, hey, she what's li- up? She literally texted friends, my next victim is a Dodgers pitcher. My next victim said something about, I, I, I'm going to, uh, daddy going to choke me out. Yeah, I kept saying for the bag, meaning money. Yeah. She knew his net worth was more than $50 million, and she was going for the, quote, bag, end quote. Yeah, I mean, so the next time that someone is legitimately assaulted, and they say they were assaulted, now you're, you're a little more skeptic, skeptical, or should be. But he was, he was guilty until proven innocent, and then once proven innocent, is still guilty. He'll never pitch in the bigs again. He won't get an opportunity again. To the best of my knowledge, and I have looked, I did a Google search on his name. I did a Google search on this thing. I have not seen, again, if there is there, show them to me. I would love to read them. I'm being serious. Please send them to me in any way. I have not seen any commentary articles regarding this Mm -mm. from mainstream publications. Won't happen. To the best of my knowledge. Won't happen. The Athletic, which... Again, it was Molly Knight, but it's their publication. They Molly, are at fault. Molly Knight wrote in The Athletic that he caused a skull fracture, despite the fact that Molly Knight had the, had the documents given to her by attorneys that showed that she did not have a skull fracture. Well, that's pretty damn. That's a pretty, pretty critical moment in journalism right there. So you want her to have a skull fracture because that God, that makes it great. He beat her to the point that he fractured her skull. So the athletic, again, I, I'm going to search the athletic in a second to see if I'm missing something. I don't think they've touched it. That's what I'm, I've got the one article up. To the best of my knowledge, and again, I will search during the break in a minute, and if I'm wrong, I'll pull that article up. But when I do a search on Trevor Bauer, the only athletic search story that comes up from this headline, Trevor Bauer settles legal dispute with woman who accused him of sexual, sexual assault. No byline, just athletic staff. Mm. No one even wrote it. Mm-mm. And it is a straight AP story regarding the details of the court settlement. There is nothing beyond that, even allowing um even though he goes even though he goes online with a with a basically timeline, no one even touches it. Not to write that, hey, you're a liar, Trevor, or or whatever, just Including allowing it to say Hill's lawyers described the outcome as an outstanding resolution in which Hill did not pay Bauer and receive $300,000 from an insurance claim. It's a paragraph in the story. Our field. Bauer himself released a video on social media in which he said the lawsuit had been resolved, but that he kept his right to speak publicly about the case. Yes. That was it. He didn't pay her a cent, did not sign an NDA, and 
reserved the right to speak about the case. He won. That was an admission of, hey, you, you were completely right. Yeah, no, that's the only thing from the athletic on Trevor Bauer in the last however long. On the quote, morning after the night in question, she films herself. This is per the metadata laying next to him in bed, and there is no sign of any physical harm to her body, neck up. And she claimed that she had a fractured skull. There's nothing. Nothing. The only piercing she had that was obvious was a nose ring. I'm going to guess Trevor didn't do that. Uh, JM, that's the point. I mean, none of those publications would hire me. I've made myself unhirable in my field, which is fine. I mean, is what it is. They're not, they're not hiring anybody who's outwardly conservative. Well, in JM's question, but Neil, what publication that you ever worked for, any publication would allow you to write an article that states she was lying and extorting. No, you can absolutely write a opinion piece on this is why it's terrible for all assault victims. No, you can absolutely write that. Sure. I mean, no, I mean, no, you don't have to write some news story that claims she extorted him because you don't have to go that. But I mean, but why, why? I 100% could write opinion. This pieces. is a guy that won a Cy Young Award. Why is why are they not writing that? Hey, he's been he's been vindicated. Why is he not being vindicated? The article publicly? that goes, hey, could he get his game back? Like, why is, is that? He, why is that not being written? What is MLB's response? Because MLB, if they're probably never going to say a word, mm-hmm. if they do go. It is our, you know, it is our goal to protect all people, and blah, 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 that's blah. what that yeah. is going to be. Woke, 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 woke. Yep. They banished a Cy Young Award winner to the point that nobody would sign Trevor Bauer. As many teams as need pitching, nobody would sign Trevor Bauer to a minor league deal. Yeah. See, that was the part. And now the reason is. They all went. God, what if he's done? What, what if he did anything at all? We are massacred at this point. You know what I mean? I mean, that's yeah. But even now, do, yeah. you, do you? What's your what's your guess? Will anybody in Major League Baseball sign Trevor Bauer to a minor league deal, knowing what's coming from the media in that in that market? Can like, the media still do that though? Oh, watch! No, hey, you don't think they've had their teeth taken? No one stops. No one stops. You don't think they've had their teeth taken? I don't. No one stops. That's interesting. No one stops. They'll just go, he's a monster. They just won't be specific anymore. It'll turn into a conversation about even though that wasn't true, it'll be about rough activity yeah, in well, the bedroom. Yeah, he, he was rough with women. Mm-hmm. Okay. You cover professional athletes. Some of these guys are great, but let's not pretend that there aren't those there aren't let's not pretend that there aren't some guys who are pretty rough around the edges in every major league baseball locker room because there are i mean i called him the best baseball writer in the country yesterday and jeff passan did not have one single tweet about it Mm-mm. nothing why why that's the question it's the sport he covers trevor bauer won the cy young in 2020 why? Why is it untouchable? That's the question I have. That's the media question that I have. Why is it untouchable? Unless you work for Outkick or Barstool or New York Post and Fox News. 
That's what I'm saying. That's it. Why is it untouchable anywhere else? You can't talk about this? Why? I mean, it deserves an answer. Why? Yeah, I'm scrolling through three or four different baseball writers I really like, and I'm not seeing anything. He'll never play again. He's been banished because a woman falsely accused him, and they didn't like him in the first place. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson's playing quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, making 270-some-odd million dollars. Raldis Chapman. Still, that was at least documented. Still pitching. Okay. Dwight says Alden Gonzalez of ESPN wrote one. I haven't seen it. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Send me whatever you got. I mean, I just I've, I've done searches, but I haven't seen. I mean, it if you're the Los Angeles Times and you cover the Dodgers, shouldn't you be writing about this? Shouldn't you be asking the Dodgers about this? Oh, it'd be the main quote. Hey, you signed him to this massive deal before this happened. What now? This bugs me. It's a societal thing for me. Gonzalez is an ESPN, just regular, looks like national baseball writer, best I can tell. I'm scrolling and looking as we go. Yeah, I don't. I mean, somebody says they'll learn from it. I don't know. I mean, how? What does that look like? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, so their cop out's going to be, well, he's not a good pitcher anymore. Well, the damage that you did to him. Is okay. it, and if Gonzalez, again, I'm not arguing with you. I'm sure he did write a story. It's not on Twitter. Or it's he, not on who does he work for? ESPN. I mean, I'll go search. Okay, here it is. Two days ago. But it looks like just, again, a, just a, a news story. Yeah, th- th- there's been news stories written, but it's all pertaining to the court case. It has nothing to do about baseball. Yeah, no, he, he writes two days ago... Former Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer and the San Diego woman who first accused him of sexual assault, triggering the investigation that led to an unprecedented suspension from Major League Baseball, have settled their civil suits outside of court with no money exchanged between the two parties. And then he reviews the case. Including the part, though, that that matters the most. The woman was later denied a permanent restraining order in Los Angeles Superior Court, and the district attorney's office declined to fill criminal charges. But Major League Baseball, which has the authority to apply punishment outside the criminal justice system and spoke to other women who made similar accusations. Accusations. Handed Bauer a 324-game suspension in April 2022, twice longer than the previous high under its domestic violence policy. An independent arbiter shortened the suspension to 194 games in December and ruled that Bauer be reinstated, prompting the Dodgers to release Bauer, who's currently pitching in Japan. Bauer sued the woman for defamation in April 2022, and the woman countersued for sexual battery four months later. Court proceedings had been scheduled to begin in February, but both sides have agreed to drop their respective cases. The woman, Lindsay Hill, will receive $300,000 in insurance policy proceeds that will be sent in a trust account to her lawyer's offices, according to an email from Hill's lawyers that was provided by a representative with Bauer. Yeah, the I mean, I think that's valid here. The uh, the New York Times, I mean, New York Times owns the Athletic. It's more than valid. Yeah. So, Bauer, this is the part that gets me. 
Bauer, who's now 32 years old, so he's lost, so let's face it, he's lost the prime years yeah, of his yeah, pitching yeah, career. I, I mean. Subsequently released a near four-minute video on YouTube alleging that Hill's legal team approached him multiple times about a financial settlement that his side consistently declined. Bauer said in the video that the defamation lawsuit allowed his legal team to uncover additional cell phone material that was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from his lawyers, most notably a video of the woman lying in bed next to me while I'm sleeping, smirking at the camera without a care in the world or any mark on her face on the morning after the second alleged incident. So it happened once and she went back for more. That should be warning sign number one. He says, I think it paints a pretty clear picture of what actually happened the evening of May 15th and why the video was originally concealed from us. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hell of a story. Hell of a story. It's where he, puts, he puts that video out, and no one will touch it in our field. Yeah. Won't, won't go there. I'd love to see verified accounts who retweeted. I don't know how to find that. I would be curious to see who has quote tweeted or retweeted the, the, from reputable media or personalities or however you want to phrase it's that. It's very clear what her goal was. Yeah. Her objective was to get money. No, it was very obvious. Screen, the screenshots were in the, in the film. Again, it's, it's the thing. Is everybody just ignoring it? They're actually harming women here. That's what they're doing. Podcast brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Season tickets on sale for basketball. Season tickets on sale for baseball. Get those at OleMissTicks.com. That's renewals for baseball as well. And then uh, remember, single game tickets are on sale for football. That includes Ole Miss Arkansas this weekend, 630 SEC Network. But to be inside Vaughn Hemingway Stadium, OleMissTicks.com. And then that Tad Pad game coming that is in November against Sam Houston State. No streaming, no television. You got to be in the arena to see the game, to uh, have all the festivities. They got VIP packages available. A lot of options there for that game against Sam Houston State. Chris Beard's first season is almost men's basketball coach again here in November for the Tadpad game. That's almosttix.com. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about uh, planning a uh, trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories, you need to get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. 
He's going to give you options that you probably can't find on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your festive party event, your company dinner, your Christmas party. Fabulous food, great craft libations. Opa can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, call Jeannie at 601-421-7147. We'll have picks up tomorrow. That's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're looking for a job, they can help you across the board. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. you got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures um, that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today and take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. Got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Call Andy at 404-973-9901. Podcasts brought to you also by Northeast Spark, NESPRC, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESPark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So again, call the office for the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. Whew, okay. Um... I feel better now. Do you? That has bothered me. It's bothered I mean, me. It's, it's bothered me for a couple of years. I mean, I, I mean I'm supposed to dislike Bauer because he was a red. I kind of like Bauer. I, I thought he had a fun personality. You know, we work in a field where you. That's the thing. We, we depend on people that have personalities. And it's okay. It's I, I'm cool with your. Politi- and then we analyze the hell out of them for every word they say and yeah. want to bash them down when they have personality. It's like you people. I mean, I'm cool with guys. If you, listen, if you have a political bent, cool. That's, I have no problem with that. You can be liberal, conservative, whatever. I'm cool with it. it makes it's part of you. So I, I, I'll never be asked to teach a, a journalism 101 class. Certainly not here. Um, but if I did, I mean, assignment number one. Assignment number one. All right, get up, go outside, find a person, and write their story. Everybody's got a story. Find this, Come back, write the story. Now, I'm not going to grade that assignment, but we're going to go through it. Okay, what did I learn about this person? Find somebody. Because the point is, the people that we cover are more than just little people running around with numbers on their backs. They got a story. The wow. story is far more interesting than, hey, here's what I did on second down. When look, I mean, get into the monotony. We're bad at it at times, but to my speak to any student that even has any IMC, journalism, whatever, yeah, it's, hey, when they go, hey, I want to be a sports writer, you go, okay, no, you want to be a writer. It's people. 
Sports yes. is simply the conduit. Weather is simply the conduit. Crime is simply the whatever that is is simply the avenue that you are choosing. But no, you're writing about a person, not a game, not a not a season, not right. a team, a person. Yes, that's it, hundred percent. And it's where it's it's kind of related to this. Social media is writing our damn brain mm-hmm. in so many ways, and it's affected the media to where. They're so much more worried about engagement and the likes and the favorite and what it's going to look like under the tweet or the X or whatever the hell we're calling this now or Facebook instead of the actual content. I mean, you know, you see it from this is my favorite place that we see it is when when um, NCAA does send out the punishments for whatever that I mean, we covered this thing, but I'm forgetting the whatever the infraction. Yeah, the infraction report at the mm-hmm. end. And it, the people that do it nationally and the people that do it locally, they won't read the damn thing. They'll use Apple F to try to find the words and go, oh, God, this is what's in it. And then to get it out on Twitter first, mm-hmm. to, to go, oh, I'm going to get the retweets if I find the sentence that is whatever. And it's and then they'll come back and go, I don't still see how people skim it faster than I do. Why don't you just read the damn report and then report on it? Got to be first on Twitter. Why can't you just report and read the stupid thing? I mean, it, it, it's well. I think it's impacted who gets into our field. It's impacted everything. I mean, the but, attention spans, the lack of like it, it's persuasive media coverage. You you watch what it is that already agrees with you. Nobody's challenged anymore. Nobody goes, "Hey, maybe that has a point. Maybe that's not a hundred percent. Everything I'm hearing is a hundred percent right because I watch this cable news network or this cable news network or read from this newspaper or do whatever it is the hell you guys do." It's why I can't imagine. I don't. I don't know how people. How do I say this? I'm taping with Josh Hendrickson today at 3.30. I always get super excited when I get to tape with Josh because we get to talk about stuff that I'm super interested in that he sheds a light on that I can't think of myself because he's 10 times at least smarter than I am. I mean, he's a genius. I'm surprised more people aren't kind of bothered about where things are going right now. This isn't a Republican Democrat thing. This is a future for our kids thing. Are they? And they're just not the fringe. So we don't see it on social media in places. Maybe we're about to find out. Maybe. I mean, are we, are we arguing the thing that we're arguing? I mean, I'm not even arguing. No, my point is like, are we using the examples that are the problem instead of the average person does really care? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're about to find out. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just everything. I mean, frankly, media in general is exhausting. Oh, is, no question. I think it's one of the reasons why I do absolutely understand why I listen to a few podcasts and listen to sell to books and my audio books mm-hmm. and stuff. And I go, nah, just the hell with all of you. I'm just doing this. I mean, because. Oh, I've told you. I it mean, it goes both ways with. Back my, to, my media consumption has gone down to I will peruse the Wall Street Journal just so I can feel like I'm somewhat up to date yeah, on sure. what's going on. Yeah, I, have a, I have a Wall Street Journal subscription. And I listen to one podcast that i think is pretty kind of down the middle and that's it i don't listen to anything else i've stopped i can't remember the last time yesterday that they they threw the speaker of the house out yeah yeah. i didn't turn the tv on i didn't know you told me i didn't turn the tv on 10 years ago i would have watched wall to wall i would have been flipping cnn fox news cnn fox news i don't i don't do either one of them now look it plays into both sides basically getting on my nerves with this Taylor Swift thing. Okay, she spent two football games. Sure. Whatever the reasons are, that's not my point at the moment. The point is, did NFL 
like changing your Instagram profile and all that. You take it too far. Yeah, you're being stupid. Okay, good. But the NFL, the actual NFL, did not pay Taylor Swift to come to their games. Mm-mm. They are maximizing a PR opportunity that is huge for them. Sure. And for all the people so freaking pissed off, it's a good thing for football that people are potentially being shown football for the first time, no matter what the reason is. Right. That's true. On a lot of ways. Like if more women get involved in football and more interested in watching, there was that huge start on our board two weeks ago. I'm not going to use name, whatever, but guy was like, Hey, I was out by the pool and my wife and I got mad and you know, constantly we're getting threads going, Hey, well, I want to kind of want to go to the game and she don't, are you all being stupid? If she's a Taylor Swift fan and she starts watching football and she gets behind your favorite team a little bit, you can watch more football. It actually helps you if she starts liking football at all versus what she's doing. To go, oh, God, you can't play that Taylor Swift thing. What are you doing? Show me the outside linebacker and what he did on that play. Shut up. It's a lot like the Super Bowl music. It's not for the hardcore music guy who's whatever. I hate that conversation every year. It's a 720 game on NBC that is football night in America that the most people watch. Okay, show her in the stands. Who gives a shit? Oh, sure. I'm good with it. I got no problem with it. It's bringing more people into eyeballs, which is good for the sport. It's good for you and your relationships, potentially. I mean, for me, it's, it's all more, these things. It's more playful about it. I'm just. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm watching to see when the breakup happens. No, no, no. I get it. I, I, I just. But it's even that. It's we have to have these devastatingly hot opinions on like Taylor Swift at a game. It's like. Oh, sure. Maybe it just is what it is. It's possible. No, I'm not even saying real or not real. That's yeah. not my point. Yeah. I'm talking about for the NFL. Some, oh, why are you showing this? Because, I mean, last I checked, NBC is looking for eyeballs. Their oh, job no. is to show what I, is going to I, get eyeballs. I don't blame NBC for doing it at I all. I mean, an NBC producer should be fired if he goes, hey, look, I know Taylor Swift is in the same. Never show that box. Right. Don't do that. <laughs> There'd be 10 people going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell are you talking about right now? I, I I'm... They were given a gift. Whatever the reason may be, NBC was given a gift. The NFL was given a gift. Sure. But the same media outlets who do the Taylor Swift stuff can't have the conversation about what happened to Trevor Bauer. Exactly. It's the point. Yeah. 100%. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. I I guess that, that, that is my overreaching point is that so many media members already know exactly what side they're going to be on, no matter what evidence is of anything before we ever even start the process. Well, if it's this, oh, I'm all in and ham. Well, if it's this, I ah, will move on. There's something else. Oh, well, that, I'm all in. I'm, we're yo-yoing sure. back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. By the way, the whole thing about the, the girl doesn't like football and you do. All right, two things. One, if you're in the dating process and this is a big deal, then you should break up. And if you're already married, why the hell did you not discuss this? <laughs> My wife knows that I'm probably going to watch the Cubs. I'm, I'm going to get better about it. I'm not going to get like this year. They collapsed down the stretch. I didn't once lose my cool. I was fine. I accepted it to the point where she was like, I didn't even realize they were collapsing because she doesn't watch. Okay. Now when we were dating, she pretended to sort of watch. Yeah, I get it. But it's cool. So if I go outside and, and, and turn on the outside TV and watch Cubs Reds for an hour, she's not mad. She knows I'm doing something I enjoy. In the same way that when she likes to plant things, she likes planting and she likes flowers and sure. shrubs and arranging 
I mean, I'll go with her to get the stuff. I'll even help plant it. Okay. I'll water it when she asks me to water it. Am I independently interested in those things? Of course not. Not really. I still don't know the names of them. Yeah, sure. But I'll play along. Yeah, sure. But when she goes, hey, I think I'm going to go get a bunch of stuff. Do you care if I take the truck? No, go for it. Why? Because she enjoys it. I knew going in she enjoyed that. Now, that doesn't mean that I have to love it. It doesn't mean that I have to become a horticulturist. In the same way that if you like football or baseball or basketball or soccer or hockey or water polo, she doesn't have to love it, too, for you guys to coexist. I don't understand why that's such a problem well, for It's people. like in the first six months of a relationship, the worst thing anybody can do is go, I'm going to put my best foot forward and ignore these things that are... No, no. That are, no, no, no. Be who you are. It either works or it doesn't. Right. She's either going to be cool with it, and you're going to be cool with whatever the hell it is she does, or you're not. Yeah. You like football. And you're better off knowing that in six weeks than three years. Why not say to her, hey, I really like football. It's really important for me to watch football. Okay, if that's a if that's a non-starter, get it out of the way now. Yeah. Just FYI, I'm a huge college baseball fan, and four weekends a year, I'm going to the games. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'd love for you to come. If you don't come, it's okay. If you want to go to the spa while I'm there, I'm cool. st- still going to go. Yeah. I'm not running around. I'm just watching the games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten in a plane and flown to Chicago by myself to go watch the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. Just because I wanted to watch baseball. Yeah, it'd be like somebody getting married in our field and you know saturday's pretty busy and the wife goes hey hold on a minute what are you doing we, we got a me day today it's like um no i've that, never that, understood that, that's that. not that that's i've that. never understood that well this is my time what the hell why what does that mean i've never gone there i've been fortunate in that regard <clears throat> to the point where sometimes laura has said what time do the cubs play today no and i'll say 120 but i'm not really watching or i'll say it's 120, and I'm kind of locked into this one. Ginger, yeah, but my husband can't get to watch every single Kentucky basketball game at a bar now that we have kids just because I knew that's who he was when we got married. It's two games a week. Yeah, so he gets to turn the games on at home. Yeah, bathe the kids. It's on in the bedroom, whatever. You know he's watching. It's cool. He likes Kentucky basketball. You knew that, so he's going to watch Kentucky basketball. And these days, here's the advantage. Now you can hit the pause button on the thing. And you can come if, if something comes up and you need to run into the kids' room for five minutes, you can. You can come back and hit the play button. Now, you might not be able to watch on Twitter for a minute, but it's all doable. Yeah. The whole, but the whole, hey, we're at the pool. He's going in to watch, I think it was an Ole Miss game against. It was, an, it was Ole Miss. Tulane. Yeah, I think it was Tulane. Why not just say, hey, look, this game's important to me. It starts at 2 30, and I really want to watch it. I'm, I'm going to be in there watching. And if she's going to go, well, that's going to really piss off my friends. Okay, well, then why don't you go without me, and I'll go watch the game. And then we'll get back together this evening. We'll have dinner, whatever, whatever, whatever. Don't get it. Never understood it. GJG says, uh, you're never going to find a partner with the same exact interest. You don't want the same exact interest. Mm -hmm. Because some things you do want to do by yourself. Yes. No, this is my thing. 100%. We have shows we watch together, and we have shows we watch separately. I watch Jack Ryan. She has no interest. If she would like to watch some serial killer stuff, you can. You don't need to take I don't part in watch. that. Well, I mean, I'll give you an example. She likes to watch uh, the uh, a lot of that home improvement stuff. Kind of bores me. Well, I mean, 
again, Ginger says, yeah, you have to pick and choose some important games. I have games that are big and important to me too. No, it's a, that's a good. You mm-hmm. both are interested in sports. You both have your things. Well, when Kentucky plays Morehouse, I mean, frankly, you and I know each other. You're both, you're, you guys are both yeah. listening to your own separate podcast in the morning, right? If, Kentu- like, if Kentucky's playing Morehouse State, yeah, come on. And Ole Miss has got Georgia. That's the TV. That's the game yeah. on the TV that day. Or, or hey, we have something else. There's a PTA meeting. You can miss the Morehouse. Now State this week, game. Kentucky plays Georgia, so you're just out of luck. But yeah, it, it is. It is what it is. It's just ways around stuff. There, people make people make stuff bigger than it has to be. That's true. All right, Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Get all your favorites. I like the New Orleans style barbecue, the signature. It's a great all-purpose option there. It's awesome on salads, great for lunch, extra protein during your day, or you take care of busy nights when uh, kids have activities and different things. Prime Shrimp can help you out. You buy five pouches or more, use the code RG for 25% off. Again, with code RG, PrimeShrimp.com. Southern Traditions Farm is a uh, 32-stall, 68-acre upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at uh, Southern Traditions. It's a great venue for uh, corporate outings, that kind of thing as well. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? When Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. They uh, sponsor Pete's Pigskin Preview, which we'll be taping this evening. So uh, if they're a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they also offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, uh, Riverland Services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So uh, text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. It's right next door to uh, the university. They offer spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their uh, incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort, whether it's a weekend binge watch session or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style. Cheering on the Rebels with your friends, the community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So don't break up the gang. Grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. That's collegetownoxford. Uh, Check out their VIP list and become one of the first to know about uh, leasing for the fall in 2024-662-300-3733. For our podcast listeners, go to uh, Lauderhouse Award winner now, Clay Cabot, on the uh, MPW Digital plaw, plaw. Hotline. Sorry. Campbell Clinic. There we go. Campbell Clinic. I've been a long morning it's already. Campbell, Campbell Clinic, Clinic hotline. hotline now here for uh, for that. Clay, 2023 recipient of the Lauderhaus Service Award. I know you and I were just talking before you got started. Not something that you were uh, desiring or expecting necessarily, but let's kick off there. What does this mean to you at this point? Uh, thanks, Chase. It, mean, it means the world to me because it's associated not only with Ole Miss, but it's got George Lauderhaus' name attached to it. And George is the antithesis of everything class, First class, uh, Ole Miss leadership. Um, you know, being an understudy of George's. George played football here uh, 
67 to 70, 71. He was here in the Archie Manning era and had been a leader with the Elm Club. And when I took over in 1990, long time ago, uh, George was always one of my role models. Uh, uh, everything Elm Club, Alumni Association, relationships, betterment of the university, uh, everything on this. Uh, means a whole lot in the, you know, it's got his name attached to it and how humble I am to be even associated with something like that. means a lot. How did you come about finding out that it was going to happen? How did you hear? Who told you? Kind of take me through it a little bit. Oh, they let the cat out of the bag. I had a couple of people, phone calls, asking me questions, uh, people that were on the board that I knew were on the selections committee. Uh, I downplayed it. Um, I told them I knew what they were doing. They laughed. Uh, told them it wasn't something that I felt you know, needed to be bestowed on me because I was just doing my job. I mean, that, that I work for the Alumni Association. I just started my 35th year here. I'm not leaving anytime soon. Uh, you know, I was just doing my job. I didn't, I didn't want an award. But, uh, that, but there are other people that should be considered for this award, and they will be. And uh, there are a lot of great people that have received this award in the past. I think this is, I'm probably the 13th person, 12th or 13th person to receive it. So humbled beyond measure, for sure. Get someone of the hand in creating this to begin with. What, what, what do you hope is the exemplary things, or what, what exemplifies the Lauderhouse Award to you? All things good with the University of Mississippi. Uh, George always wanted, for instance, the Elm Club uh, scholarship, which is named after Wobble Davidson. Wobble was his freshman coach. Wobble preached Ole Miss, relationships, friendships, doing everything the right way, first class. Uh, to be associated with something like that, um, you know, with learning from those guys. Wobble Davidson used to come in my office and say, Clay, how, how do we get the Elm Club scholarship moved? Because it was in Wobble's name. How do we get this scholarship from $50,000 to $100,000? Well, you know, that became a point of emphasis for the Elm Club board, the leadership. Um, that's when we took over the spring game, made it the Grove Bowl, uh, thanks to Pete Boone and a couple of others for helping us get that started. But George got on the phone, raised a bunch of money, got us started. First year we had it, we had Three Dog Night on the Grove stage uh-huh. and in the stadium. And we were able to take that scholarship from $50,000 to what's now over $500,000. And given that scholarship to kids and grandkids of M Club members that come to school here. So being able to help those families, help those kids... Uh, the relationship that we build with all those kids, the mentoring that we get to do with them, uh, very fulfilling. You graduated from Ole Miss in 86. Had it not been the Alumni Association a couple years later, what would you have done? I mean, what was the, what was the hope of Clay Cabot in 86? I, when you know, I, I was a marketing major, graduated in 1986. You know, I was going to get out and get that big sales job and, you know, be a pharmaceutical sales rep. You know, the, the people that I knew that were making so much money, uh, that didn't that didn't pan out, and, and thank goodness it didn't. Uh, I was in sales, uh, cold calling sales, living over in the Delta, which at that time was thriving. is a great place to be. But I used to come to Ole Miss like every Thursday night and go out. Uh, friends of mine that were waiters and bartenders, I'd come out and go over here. Ran into a friend of mine at Four Corner Chevron one day and uh, one night, 
And he's, I asked him what he was doing. He told me he worked for the Alumni Association. And Chase, I looked at him and said, how did you get that job? How did you do that? I said, that's awesome. You know, he said, well, they're, they're promoting me. And if you want to apply for the job, I'll help get you an interview. And uh, it, ever since then, I had two interviews here. Started on July 5th of 88 and uh, never looked back. Best move I could have ever made. Following a passion. I mean, I'm going to compare you to somebody who I don't think you'll hate the thing. It's, in a lot of ways, it's like, like Mike, Mike Mianko, the almost baseball coach. You know, he was a financial planner there for right. a minute when he first got started. Right. And went, hey, I'm not real good at this. And B, this yeah. is not fulfilling yeah. in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Let's get back yeah. over to coaching a little bit yeah. here. Yeah. There's a... There's a connection the, there. The, the, the sales world was was it was rough, you know. It was it was dog eat dog. Um, you know, I was young. Uh, you know, I have no doubt I would have done well if I'd stuck with it. But that wasn't my passion. And as soon as I interviewed up here and they told me what I would be doing, I was like, that's my passion. You know, Ole Miss and anything Ole Miss. I've run alumni clubs. I've worked with various schools on campus, um, meeting Ole Miss people. You know, traveling for Ole Miss, whether it's going over to Greenwood for a dinner or, you know, going to New York for a picnic. Uh, anywhere you go, you meet people. Uh, you know, it's people. It's, I'm a connection for tons of people that need something. I mean, it's minor, but, you know, what we do here is not, not brain science, but it's so fulfilling to help people and their children or, you know, help, you know, Uncle Bob come back and, you know, get a good parking place to get to the game and might be the last game he goes to. So, yeah, very, very fulfilling. You're being reunions, the clubs, as you mentioned, just getting people together. Has that been one of the, the main tenets and emphasis for yeah. you is simply yeah. to, to, yeah. to, to yeah. connect yeah. as much all, as possible? All about relationships. Anytime I meet somebody, you know, if it was a, t- if it was a tennis player here in, you know, 1978, uh, Catherine Yelverton, Ran into her in New York. I'm like, you've got to come back. I've met, you know, so-and-so that lives on the Gulf Coast. And, you know, she played a couple of years after you. you. You would love her. You know, you need to come back. Getting those relationships, getting people back here so that they have connections and, you know, helps them. But then it helps Ole Miss. Um, you know, it's not all about fundraising, but I am big on that. You know, they come back here. They have a good time. They get a relationship with not only me, but other people, you know, whether it's the current coach, because the coach they played for is probably not here, and then our administration, the foundation, uh, you know, people have a lot of ability to give back, and they want to give back. They just they need to be asked. They want to be stroked. Uh, they want to be loved. Uh, they want to trust you. So, you know, we're all about fostering relationships and growing those relationships, and then when they give, they know that we'll be good stewards of their funds. You've worn so many hats. What is your day-to-day, week-to-week at this point? What are you doing? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I, I do wear a bunch of hats. Uh, just I, I do anything and everything that uh, the executive director wants me to do. We've got plans to build a new alumni center. Mm-hmm. I'll be real involved in all of that. So this building that we're in right here would be torn down uh, to the ground. We looked into renovating, but, you know, sometimes it's cheaper to... <laughs> knock it down and rebuild. So I'll be working with our board of directors and leadership uh, to design a new building. We've got some plans. We've got some donations in hand, but we, uh, we hope to build a, a four-story building here on this site in the next, next couple of years. So there is some hopes for some yeah. preliminary dates and things that you oh, yeah. have as a, a shooting out there. Absolutely. And included in this building would be 
you know, a museum for athletics. Right. And that's something that I'm, I'll be passionate about. You know, once we get the plans for that and I'm able to go out and raise money and put people's names on different areas. Jake Gibbs was in here yesterday. Jake's got a tremendous amount of memorabilia at his home does. that he wants to give us, and we want it. But, you know, everything that's in the Young Club room right now at the stadium, because uh, that building will eventually be knocked down, all that brought over here. And a place for people to go, you know, like today at 2 o'clock, you know, you can't go in the Young Club room, but you could go to the museum at the new alumni center, you know, go upstairs, show your kids, show your grandkids, uh, bring the next-door neighbor who's never been to Ole Miss, Show them the history of Ole Miss athletics. Yeah, be wonderful. So, yeah, that'll be a passion of mine and, and is now. We just need to get it kicked off and moving. But we got some hurdles to jump through first. But the hope would be 25, 26, somewhere yeah, in there? Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's the, the hope there? Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about the – I sit from your by the National Letter Winners Association. How did you get impacted there? And then what, what – what, I guess take me through what it is for that for that matter. Uh, the National Letter Winners Association, NLWA, uh, was founded by a guy at the University of Wisconsin. He was the executive director of the National W Club. He started a group that met, and it was, it was guys from uh, Ohio State, um, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin. It's mainly a Big Ten deal. They – expanded back around around 2000, 2002, 2003, and invited other schools. Well, the first few years, I'd see this invite come across my desk, and it would be a, a meeting at the University of Texas or at Florida State, people that worked with letter winner clubs. And I had a young son that I was helping, uh, you know, summer baseball, and it was always at a bad time. And then the one came across one year from the University of Colorado that they were hosting. And I was like, all right, heck with baseball. We're going, to, we're going to Boulder and meet these people and get involved in this club. And I did. And as the, the, the next few years went by, uh, Terry Morowski, who was his name, uh, from Wisconsin, was retiring from Wisconsin. Uh, he and I had had some conversations about me taking over which thrilled me because the, the other people that had been going to this meeting for years from these other big schools, uh, you know, he, had, he wasn't asking them. He was asking me, you know, Clay Cabot from Ole Miss, will you take over this national club? Uh, so I did. And I think that, uh, you know, Terry is proud of me. Uh, we did a great job. When I stepped out of my role with the M Club here a few years ago, I gave up that role. Girl at Iowa State has it now. But... Uh, yeah, I got to meet a lot of great people, uh, compare what we do here to what they do there. I quickly found out that the Ole Miss Elm Club was one of the best ones in the nation, you know, just judging on the, the number of events that we have, uh, the number of people that we touch, that we reach, um, the, the scholarship that we have. Um, yeah, I thought we were doing everything, you know, really well. So very, very uh, fulfilling role there with that club. Still, to this point and everything else, a lot of um, relationship building, a lot of continuity between the chapters talking to each other. I mean, is that is that still a, oh, a yeah, prominent yeah. thing with them? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Jessica and I went to Notre Dame this uh, summer, and uh, I think there were about 80, 80, 85 people there from 30-something schools. So, yeah, it's still still going strong. Event obviously a little ways away, but in November when the night comes, the uh, the service awards given out, the Hall of Fame inductees as well. What do you think it'll be like for you? What do you think the going to be going through your head that night? I hope I don't get emotional 
is the main thing, but I know when I'm called up to the stage. I'll try to get it out there, of you. Yeah, and I, sit up, and I sit up there with you, and I look out, and I see the, you know, George Lauderhaus and Randy Reed and Andy Kilpatrick and William Griffin and Mike Robbins and all the, the others that, who have won this award. And I hate to rattle off names because I know I'm leaving people out. Tim Ellis, who won last year, Pete Boone the year before that. When I look out and see them and realize, you know, I'm getting the same award that they got, and I know the blood, sweat, and tears that they put into what they did, and they got this award. Um, but, the, but keep in mind, they were volunteers. You know, I'm not a volunteer. I'm, I, I'm a paid administrator at the University of Mississippi and the Alumni Association and, and getting this award. So, you know, it hadn't sunk in. Uh, it probably won't sink in until I'm not working here anymore. Uh, when I come back to the dinner next year and look in that, you know, booklet and it's got my name there. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. It's, uh, it's humbling for sure, but I, I really appreciate it. It's also a really neat class that you're being honored alongside on that oh, week. Yeah. You've got everything oh, yeah. from what Zach has done to Fred Rogers, who was here in the 60s and getting you know an honoree later in life with him. You've got the first rifle member with yep. Jennifer yep. Lorenzo. And it's, it's, a, it's a very accomplished and pretty cool group. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave out John 4K. Correct, exactly. I've, I've, I've talked to John. John yeah, uh, we've already, yeah, we've already had this, our, our this, time. This, the show's going to be about John that night. We'll do as much as we can to... To pump John up, but uh, no, very, very deserving. And to go in with, yeah, that group, Zach and everything he's done, and Jennifer, the first uh, rifle person, and Fred Roberts, who really should have been put in this uh, class years ago, but he is stuck with it, and all the all the friends and support that he has, uh, you know, for this award, the letters that were written for him, just a class guy, two sport letterman. Um, you know, and then John Forcade, of course, uh, you know, the career that he had. and uh, Y'all going to let me go before him, not follow him, right? <laughs> right after is yeah, where that works. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, we'll see what we can do about that. Okay. But, uh, no, great, great class. All, you know, we, we have so many uh, people who have lettered in sports here who are deserving of these awards and that you only give five a year. You know, uh, the class next year will be great. The class after that will be great. Class last year was great. Uh, we're blessed to have so many quality people uh, that receive these awards. Well, you're speaking about the event that'll be Thursday, November second. It's at the end of in at Ole Miss. Tickets on sale for that as well. So it should be a pretty cool night. Thanks again. Congratulations. Yeah, and we'll uh, thank see you. you that night. I appreciate it. So we spoke of the Rays a minute ago. They drew nineteen thousand seven hundred four last night. Uh-huh. The lowest playoff crowd since 1919 Wow! last night for comparison the Braves played in that time slot against the Phillies last season and it was uh, 42,134 yeah the twins yesterday which the game started early credited their crowd for helping win the game yesterday and yet the Rays are yeah, they had a big crowd yeah they had a good crowd that's a great part by the way never been target field yeah really cool actually no, no, no. I've never been. That was in the Metrodome when I was there. So, no. Yeah. I was trying to do it in my head. Nope. Never been. I, You know, I was reading a thing about the stadium there. And, you know, they keep talking about building new and whatever. But they're still building it on the St. Pete side. And they said the biggest thing is not even necessarily the amenities in the park. It's the commute from the Tampa side. And they're not fixing it. So yeah, it's, it's like 40-something minutes. Yeah, it's – no one believes it's going to be um, 
anything of, of, of note. The game began at 3.07 p.m. The Rays should move to Nashville or Charlotte. They would do much better. But they're staying, and I don't understand it. Lowest playoff crowd since the 1919 World Series drew 13,923 at Redland Field in Cincinnati. The Reds won the best of nine series against the Chicago White Sox. That's Joe Jackson. and The 19 series was the one that was allegedly fixed. Yes, correct? that's the Shoeless Joe mm-hmm. series. So, fewest people to watch since then. Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis. It's a great name, yeah. by the way. Banned eight players on the Black Sox for life for throwing games. Should feel his pain. Have we proven that's true or not? Um, Is I it think, shaky? I think we have proven with a handful that some things happened. I think most of the evidence supports Jackson's exoneration. Because they argue that his stats for the whole series were competitive and good. So if you're arguing that he did anything, it's that he manipulated one or two at-bats in crucial times, right? Is yeah. that the argument? I, I think the argument is that he knew that stuff was going on and didn't say anything. Oh, that's it? I, I, I think so. I, I should go. I would like to actually go down that. I've never rabbit-holed that. That's not me. It's it's on my list of things. I to think it's partly because I don't like Field of Dreams. Here we go. So it never grabbed my interest. No, I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm going. There. I'm not going there today. I'm just saying. No, I'm I'm with you on Field of Dreams. Can't get the saccharin out of my you get, teeth. You get is, people um, mad. People get upset about Field of Dreams. They do. And Hoosiers. Yeah. They really get frustrated about Field of Dreams and Hoosiers. Yeah. Look, it's not my fault that that's like Kevin Costner's fourth best sports movie. Okay, I mean it, it is what it is. I'm not sure it's even fourth. I can only think of three others off the top of my head. Is why I said that. Ten Cup for Love of the Game and Bull Durham. Yeah, I will take all those over Field of Dreams oh, for a watchability day. standpoint. No question. Just saying. The Royals like- to Nashville. Hmm. Would the Royals leave Kansas City? Yeah, things are going fine there, right? I don't I heard anything there. I'm not sure. By the way, James MacArthur had a hell of a season. Former Ole Miss pitcher he for did. the Royals. He did. Really good out of the bullpen for uh, for the Royals. So. Eight Men Out. Have you ever watched that movie? I don't think I've ever seen that. I think I've seen it, but it's been so long that I can't remember. Um, some of the old stuff. I've seen a good, like, like Bang the Drum Slowly. I've read the book and seen the movie, some of those. Because Bang the Drum Slowly is actually a sequel to the first book is the Southpaw, um, which is a book I read in high school and really, really liked. And there's four of them. It's Bang the Drum Slowly is the number two book in that series from that author. Um, it was turned into the very popular movie. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. It's number three is a ticket for a seam stitch, I believe. And number four is it look like forever. If I have it off the top of my head. So okay. <clears throat> yeah, pretty good book series for anybody. That just wants kind of some fiction baseball stuff from the, 1950s it's all set through that period of time yankees whatever so anyway what just laughing oh yeah. <laughs> and the meeting would have had to have been 2 a.m thanks chet yeah i'm proud of you chet you've been around long enough to know that see you should get up you should get a medal really we should get you a ribbon send us an address we'll send you a ribbon we really appreciate you All right, we'll wrap it there for uh, today. Jeffrey Wright joining us tomorrow. We'll talk college football. We'll get picks uh, for Nils picks. Just fade all of us. We suck. For the uh, weekend, Ole Miss and Arkansas, 6.30. Again, SEC Network on Saturday. Uh, Caroline's actually winning. Is she really? How how about that? She's 
way over 500. It's, it's just, really? Yeah. Just, it tells it says a lot about all of it. It doesn't tells it? a lot about how much thought we give it. Yes. Too much. Way too much. Yes. So anyway, take care. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you tomorrow.